Hello, friends. We're on the eve of episode 100, and I'm really excited. If you follow certain people on Twitter or Instagram, the cat has already been let out of the bag, and it's okay. But we'll put a pause on that. Let's talk about episode 99. I had to call Garrett to come back. He was my first guest, so I wanted to bring him back and do like a retrospect episode, talk about our favorite moments and whatnot. But it turns out we didn't really do a whole lot of that. We just kind of went into a normal conversation, talked about Disney and a whole bunch of other random stuff. And it was fun. I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't care that we didn't really talk about what has happened on the podcast over the last couple of years. It's fine. I just was happy that I was able to secure Garrett, have him be the guest for episode 99, the eve before the big one, because things are going to change. It's going to be awesome, and I'm really excited where this thing's headed. I'm really excited for all of you guys to enjoy the work that everybody behind the scenes puts into this. It's really awesome, and I can't wait to share it with you. But until then, listen to this episode with Garrett, Ralph, and I. Just talking about random stuff, but just keep an eye out. I got a big surprise when it's dropping, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be well worth the wait. So without further ado, enjoy episode 99 with Garrett Ralph. Episode ninety nine, we made it. Wow, what a what a time to be alive! Surprisingly, I didn't actually have you in mind uh, for ninety nine off uh, the bat. So just bear with me. Let me explain. I was toying around and shuffling things around to make sure I had everything set to get to one hundred, and I was trying to figure things out. And I was like, you know what? I want to have Garrett back on and do like a like a retrospect of the beginning till now. So I was like, he has to be 99. So I'm happy I was finally able to make that decision and have you on. So thank you. Dude, yeah. Thank you. I'm stoked. I'm glad to to be back and we can reminisce on, you know, the past and the present and then leading up to the future. So stoked. Yeah. And I was like, I can't remember the last time I had you on just to do a normal podcast because we last did the spooky one. And then now my timeline so messed up. Was the spooky after the Brooke podcast or did Brooke come after? No, it was it was uh, the the former. It was I the spooky podcast came out after Disney influencers um, with Brooke. Okay. We got to get Brooke back on the line and got to do one of those coming up. Dude, heck yeah. Talk about some stuff coming up or uh, new stuff going on at the park. Speaking of the park, I had no idea that they had a, a 5K the other day. I'm not sure if you were aware of that. Disneyland? Yeah. There was like what? a it, it was like a holiday themed 5K. 
they well, I mean, I guess it makes sense that they're bringing the runs back since uh, Galaxy's Edge is finished, but I didn't know about it. I don't know about it either. Yeah, the only run that I'm like, you know, kind of aware of is the one that I'm doing in April, but that's at Florida. So, can you talk about that one? Sure. Yeah. So it's the um, 5K coming up in April at the uh, at uh, Walt Disney World. Um, it's a Star Wars themed one. Uh, let me let me just verify a few things here. It's let's see here. We're gonna do. Uh, it's the rival rival run weekend. Try and say that five times fast. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be cool. Cause I'm going to be doing, um, for the first time with my wife, a 10 K we've only done five K's in the past. So this time we're doing a 10 K, which I think will be pretty simple. It's going to be, um, we're, tr- we're somewhat training for it, but we have till April. So we'll be good. Um, but it's going to be cool. And where's the 10 K take place? Like which park? Um, I don't know if they've mapped it out yet, but I would probably assume that it's happening at, uh, through Hollywood studios just cause it is, um, you know, star Wars themed and all everything. Star Wars is prior, you know, uh, predominantly in that park at Florida. Um, so I don't know if I don't think they've mapped it out yet, like I said, but I'm pretty positive it's going to be through that park and then around like, you know, their property out there since it's like <laughs> their own freaking city. You know, th- that totally makes sense because it, I always flash back to the annual Halloween trip that I do with my friends from New York and Boston. And we always miss the they do an annual wine and dine, like 5K, 10K. And there's always like a big stage in the parking lot of Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Hollywood Studios. Yeah, Disney Hollywood Studios. It okay. used to be MGM uh, Hollywood Studios or Hollywood Studios MGM, whatever. Uh, for some reason, that just sounded so wrong to me. But I, I guess it does make sense to have Star Wars there because obviously they have Galaxy's Edge there, Launch Bay, and all like the weird parade. I don't even know. Like, or and Star show. Tours, too. Uh, I think it's like weird parades and slash shows, but they also have Star Tours there with the giant uh, AT-AT or AT-AT whatever you prefer. What do you prefer? Because if I'm going to be honest, I hate when I hear at, at that just sounds so wrong to me. I I think it's up to whoever, man. I mean, it's, it's an ATAT or you at, at, you know, it's, um, either way, it's a shortening of the actual, you know, uh, name of it. Um, but, (laughs) Oh man, you're putting me on the spot. Uh, (laughs) all, all terrain, uh, assault, something let me see uh, no, don't look, you can't look actually, it up you're supposed to be the I, star wars man I'm, i know all terrain is is one of the ats and then all terrain assault no. all right, I, I looked it up oh man all right what it's is it all terrain armored transport okay there you go all terrain armored transport i got half of it right i guess that counts for something yeah, whatever. You don't even know who Savage is. Dude, I'm okay. Let the record, you know, know it's well documented that I'm Savage and people around town call you Darth Maul. You're tripping. All right. If you really are Savage, what what is Savage Opress's species name and what planet are they from? 
Don't look it up. This isn't. Hear, <laughs> this isn't this, quiz that, hour, if Bradley. Really, if you're really a savage, you got to know. I'm savage from planet Earth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god, people are probably wondering what the hell are these guys talking about? Probably. For the for the record, Savage Press and Darth Maul are brothers, and me and Jamie are brothers. So we like to clown that both of us are Savage, and one of them one of us is Maul. Man, okay, going back to your Disney World trip, which I'm really excited for, even though I'm not going. I, I just love <laughs> I, I just love talking about Disney World and knowing that my friends are going out there and getting to experience. And obviously, you went out there before I ever did. And I was curious, when was the last time you were out there? Uh, it was when I first moved to Anaheim. So literally the week after I moved, Lexi and I moved here, we went with her sister and her sister's husband, Erica and Kevin. So that was coming up two years now. It two, it'll be two years in February. Damn. Because I definitely knew you at that time, but like we weren't as close. Yeah, we weren't like hanging out or or everything. Like we had met and walked through the parks like once or twice, but. But yeah. Damn, that's crazy. That, that is crazy. Definitely a long time. I, I feel like since I go annually, which is like a new thing, which I'm really stoked on, I'm excited for you to get back there. But honestly, outside of Toy Story Land and Galaxy's Edge, there's not like a whole whole lot new stuff that you can actually have access to right now. Obviously, they're still waiting on their new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster. Uh, the Tron coaster and Ratatouille. Yep. Dude, we're going a week before Ratatouille opens. So I hope maybe they're doing like secret soft openings so I can get on that trackless ride. I'm sure because they have obviously have experience with that for people who don't know that they're just bringing in the same attraction from Paris. Yeah, the same exact. I'm pretty sure for the most part, it's just a copy and paste attraction maybe slightly different based off like the room that they had but you know it's gonna be crazy but dude there's gonna be that ride's gonna be haunted why you don't remember like they found that like dead body behind like the pavilion like over the fence like near the parking for the beach resort no (laughs) i've never heard of that before when did that happen hear about that no i've never heard about that all right, hold on. I really do have to look that up because it happened like maybe a year and a half to two years ago. What the hell? Uh, I, and I've definitely been to the park since then. I guess they must have done a good job keeping that under wraps because I've literally never heard of that. It's like the last weird thing I've heard about was somebody dying in Paris, like in oh, Haunted Mansion. Yeah, okay. Um, so here. Or Phantom Manor, excuse me. So the a Walt Disney World worker dies at 58 in fall at Epcot's France Pavilion. So they uh, it, this happened in March 2019. So okay. not even a year, dude. Damn, March. Um, dude, I was yeah. out there at that time because I, I went at the end of March. Yeah, this was mid-March. Yeah, because I, I went out there for the Flower and Garden Festival. You remember dude, that? I'm, yeah, dude, I, I do. How did I miss that? Dude. I don't know, man, but it, it's crazy. It's like mysterious uh, reasons. No sign of foul play, but they just found him out there behind the France Pavilion. You know, I take back what I said about the person dying in Paris because I, when I was 
just out there for Halloween, somebody died at the Wine and Dine 5K. Oh, didn't they like collapse because of like dehydration or something? Or was it like a heart attack? If I'm going to be honest, I didn't do too much research on it because I don't really get off on like reading about people dying. So I, I just kind of yeah. skimmed over it. But um, I, I did read that somebody died during the Wine and Dine. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, which is such a funny name. I'm actually going to try to pitch the idea to my friends next year. Maybe we can show up uh, a couple days early and try to hit that. The actual run? Yeah. Dude, all right. Yeah, do it. That'd be cool. We definitely got to spice up our trip because I feel like this was this most recent one. We kind of just all winged it and just didn't really have a whole lot of structure outside of the Halloween party, which is fine. But I, th- I think uh, th- this upcoming year, I kind of want to uh, stick together and do cool shit together. Yeah, I'm surprised you guys don't like schedule like a big dinner at one of like the nice restaurants somewhere within Walt Disney World. Just like for one night, like, hey, guys, we're all going to meet up. We have the reservation. Let's like do a family dinner. Well, <laughs> I'm technically we have dinner together like every night because we literally uh, shout out to Garvey. He gets us this like really nice timeshare and we usually like to frequent this place in Disney Springs and it's escaping me right now. What the hell is it called? It's this barbecue spot with the polite pig. Oh, yeah. Right there. When you come off the escalator off of Lime. Parking yes, lot. exactly. Yeah, to the right. Yeah. Park at Lime, hit the escalators and boom, on your right, you'll see the plight pig. If I'm being honest, I think the best thing that I had there was the turkey. It was so good. <laughs> Dude, how are you going to say the best thing is the turkey it, when pigs in the name? <laughs> because they do like a citrus turkey and it was just so good. Like I'm a huge fan of like brisket and they offer brisket, but they do a, this like coffee rub and I'm not the biggest fan of it. So I had to skip over my favorite type of meat. So I opt for the Turkey because the citrus is amazing. I had the chicken chickens. Okay. But I prefer the citrus Turkey, Get a little side of Mac and cheese, maybe order a little extra jalapeno cornbread. It's pretty good. Dude, so dude, like, I'm, I'm, yeah, we, we literally eat, we ate there like twice last time. And I think like last year we did like a big dinner at chicken guy. So we, it's, it's like unofficial. Like we don't plan it, but we literally all just hang out together. So it's not like we stray too far from each other. I, I think like I'm probably the one who probably did the most like far off thing with me leaving to Tampa for, for that one day. Yeah, for sure. I would just figure like do like a one big meal inside the park at one of their like really nice restaurants or, or just, you know, on property somewhere, like not like at Disney Springs, you know, where there's food galore, but like one of those nice restaurants. But, um, that's, that's what Lexi and I love. You know, we love trying the different restaurants throughout the parks. Like we're going to on our trip in April, we're, I was like, yo, we have to hit Tiffin's again, which is a really awesome restaurant inside our, our favorite park animal kingdom. Um, and it's like that restaurant, if you take, you know, if you first enter the park and you go down that long stretch and then you finally enter the actual park and you see the tree of life for the first time, you take a left and then you take a left to go towards, uh, Pandora Mm -hmm. on the right, right there on the corner. There's that big restaurant with like the outdoor, like kind of lounge area too. That's Tiffin's. And what I find like interesting is, uh, obviously I've talked to Casey from Philly and you, and you guys like, 
pre-plan your dinners because he was asking about like booking spots. That's something I've never really done. Is that normal for like going out to Disney World? Yeah, yeah, it's like a whole normal thing. So like you know how like you book your fast passes, what I think it's like 60 days before your trip. I think I might have done that the first time I went. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you you can book food and di- like you're uh, able to book food and dining reservations um, 90 days before your trip. So it's almost like this countdown where it's like 90 days you do your food if you want any like, you know, reservations set and then 30 or 60 days you do your, um, you know, your your fast passes throughout the days that you're there. And then I think and then 30 days, I think you get your magic band and then boom, like, you know, after 30 days goes by quick, you're you're on your way and you're there. That's pretty interesting. I feel like. And that's, and that's if you, that's if you buy your tickets for multiple days or if you book a um, resort on property, I'm pretty sure that's like the only way you get those like reservation options. Yeah, I definitely didn't mess with that. This most recent trip, I I think I just got there and we booked stuff here and there like day of. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I've never I've never done just like on a whim booking like that, at least for Walt Disney World. Obviously, Disneyland, we do it all the time. Yeah, but in Disney World, I I feel like we're or for me, I feel way more like relaxed because I've done it so many times. We've been to the park countless times and just being in Disney World, it's like slightly different. Uh, but not to the point where like I'm freaking out and I have to get on all these rides for me. My main focus is just going there and just enjoy being somewhere new. I'm not super focused on, you know, riding the splash mountain or the big thunder. I just like to chill, hang out with my friends and if we can get on rides, cool, which I I never really find a problem with. I, I feel like their wait times are nowhere near as bad as ours in Disneyland. So going on something that's like 30 minutes that that's fine with me like it's like no sweat off my back i'm not stressing out that's like easy that's light work you know yeah for sure i i get that i mean i it's been you know coming up two years now but like last time i went i don't think it was that bad like we all we did reserve reserve our fast passes ahead of time for like major rides but like everything else it wasn't bad by any means i think the longest wait we had was if I remember, it was most likely like uh, the rock and roller coaster, maybe or 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 Mount uh, or no, no, not even Everest. I kept I kept thinking it was Everest, but no, we went on that like five times. We just kept going on because there was no line, which was crazy. Yeah, whenever I go, the longest lines are it's always for a Frozen Ever After in Epcot. I feel like that's like the longest one always. Yeah, I, I get that too. That gets really that gets really crazy because it's one of the new. I think it is the newest ride in Epcot right now, right? Until Ratatouille opens. Yeah, and Guardians. Yeah, yeah but Guardians isn't going to be till like twenty twenty, right? Or twenty twenty two, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. Let me yeah. check in with uh, our buddy Tim Tracker. Oh, dude, there you go. Now it's time to pay the price. Oh, he's going to get us. He he TM'd our ass. Uh. <laughs> Um, I kind of want to switch gears. Well, I guess it's not really, all right, we're not shifting too far, but 
Disney Plus, we're a, a little over a week in. Can you talk about how you feel about it since you paid the three years in advance? Dude, I, I use it every day. Um, obviously, Mandalorian, amazing show. Just watched the third episode yesterday. Super good. Um, amazed at by, you know, it's, you know, what it is. Everyone keeps saying like, oh, my God, like, oh, my gosh, it's Star Wars is back. And I was just like, Star Wars never left people like get get real. Like if you're if you're jumping back on just on the Mandalorian, you're, you're fake. You're a fake fan. Get out of here. Star Wars never went away, but, uh, but it's still really, really good. Like I get, I get why people are saying it, but at the same time, like, nah. Um, but other than that, there's actually a good amount of original shows, like right off the bat, besides the Mandalorian that are on it. Um, the world, according to Jeff Goldblum, I really enjoyed so far. Like they had that, you know, they're doing the same thing as Mandalorian coming out with episodes like every Friday. I'm pretty sure every original is doing that. Um, and then one that I've like binged fully was this really cool show called, uh, the story of Imagineering, which is like, to me, very, very awesome. It's like a very cool, just storytelling of the imagine the Imagineering department, how it got its start as WED and WED Enterprises or WED, yeah, WED International, something like that. Um, and just kind of, you know, they went by the the kind of like history of how Disneyland got started, how it was built. And then they go through all the parks and all their like big res- renovations. So it's pretty cool. If you haven't checked that out, check it out. But all in all, man, it's, it's great. So for full disclosure, Garrett, let me have the login to his account. So I have access to Disney plus because of Garrett. So thank you for that. Yeah, dude, no worries. It's all good. I was doing a search because there's a particular movie that I wanted to watch and it's, you know, there's a ride based off of it and critter country in Disneyland. And I, and, and I think I, I know where you go. Okay. So, and I'm sure, you know what I'm talking about. A lot of people know where I'm headed with this, but I tried searching for song of the South and it wasn't there. And I, to my understanding, I thought Disney was going to, you know, put their entire library on Disney plus, but the one movie I wanted to watch outside of Xenon was song of the South and it wasn't there. Do you come on? They're not going to put that movie on Disney plus. Why not? It's not, (laughs) is it that bad? It's, it's pretty bad, man. Like they, I mean, it, they're not they're not going to show that movie. Didn't you hear they also took out the frickin crows on the original Dumbo movie? I did not know that. Why did they? Yeah, go? man. So th- this whole time they've been working behind the scenes, editing things out, adding things in, They're trying to rewrite our childhood. Yeah, man. Just like they just like they did to Pirates of the Caribbean, the ride, man. It's nothing sacred. How many times you say it? dude? Nothing is sacred. They even redid the uh, again the scene of uh, Han Solo shooting Greedo. They made him shoot first again. And it's a completely different version. Like they edited it again. Okay. So break it down for me. Who shot first first? Originally always Han. Han shot first. Okay. And then they made it that Greedo shot first. And then they made it like they shot at the same time. And, and now it's finally Han Don uses some sort of crazy fast motion to dodge a bullet, but he knows he's going to shoot. So he shoots first. He grabs his gun and shoots him first. And that, I, I guess it doesn't really 
affect me too much because if I guess if we really wanted like the OG versions, we could just go do a little digging on the internet and find it. Because yeah, I, I ran into like a similar thing with uh, with Netflix. Everybody was stoked about um, Evan Gillian, the anime coming out on Netflix, and then people watched it and, and they realized that like a lot of stuff was like edited out. And people were like freaking out, like, wow, this is like a totally different experience for people who are watching this for the first time. So people were like really upset and sending up links to pointing out the differences to show the people who are watching it for the first time. Like, like yo, this isn't how it really is, how it's supposed to be. <laughs> Dang. But hey, that's just how it is, man. People, you know, if someone has op- the, act- the option to do something, they're going to try and edit it. I feel like, you know. Yeah, and they do it with music too. Like, uh, there was a song on Drake's uh, "Take Care" record called "I Hate Sleeping Alone," and I'm, if my knowledge serves me correct, it used to be the last track on the record. But if you go on Spotify and look for it, it's like nowhere to be found. Dude, that uh, that happens. Yeah, any anywhere. I'm pretty sure there was like, I forget what it was. It was maybe like a Cure song or some sort of like new wave. Brit pop band uh, that had a song um, that used the derogatory uh, word that starts with F um, to talk about, you know, uh, uh, a gay person or homosexual. And they edited that out of the song completely, like not even just for radio. They, they took it out of like newer recordings or newer like track, you know, like like their um, greatest hits, they took it out of like an actual recording. Um, but that happens all the time also in, you know, radio, just because radio, you know, it's open to the public and there's no real rating. So they have to take some of those, you know, words out. My mind just like freaks out when I listen to normal radio because I, I don't know if it's because I'm on the internet so much and the things that I listen to and watch aren't really censored. So when I listen to the public radio and I hear certain words that are censored, it definitely like blows my mind. I'm like, Holy shit. Like that's not okay to say, like I had no idea. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's not like that, you know, some of these words aren't okay to say. It's just that, you know, you're on the radio, say you have a kid in the car and then all of a sudden, you know, it's a word that they don't edit out that, you know, maybe you and I say every day, you know, like, you know, shit or fuck or whatever. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to be so blunt, but you know, a kid in the car is going to be like, you know, they're, you know, they're little, they're little recording machines. I like, like I like to say, like my nephews, you know, I think I said like one bad word once in front of one of my nephews and it was even in Spanish, but they just literally copied what I said and said it back. And I was like, Oh, don't, don't use that word. <laughs> but is it really that bad? I feel like I- it's depending on the context. Like, obviously we're not going to go around just, you know, talk. Well, and you know, what's weird is like me being an adult. I don't even, you really use those words to begin with. I I just find it kind of trashy. And there's so many words in our language that I could use instead of words like fuck and shit, bitch, whatever. Um, And I, I, I do use those occasionally, but it's not like, you know, normal words for me. Like I'll, I'll say it occasionally. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, I mean, it, it it's up to interpretation, really. Everyone's going to have an opinion on it. And mm-hmm. whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, you know, it's still something that's, uh, that's um, 
uh, what, what word am I trying to find? Like, you know, regulated by the FCC. So, well, to my CIA agent that's listening, let's look into this. Copy that. <laughs> all right. They're taking notes in the background, uh, but it's all right. Okay. How do we even get? Oh, because we jumped to hear from Song of the South. Yep. Okay. All right. One day we got to do like a um, a pop up shop. Let's make some Song of the South merch. We'll show it. We'll get uh, all different versions. We'll get the Japanese laser disc version and we'll just put it in a projector on a wall and drop some new merch and just have a good time and just remember. This is what inspired one of your favorite rides, Splash Mountain. Dude, there you go. It's just crazy. They, excuse me. <coughs> Sorry, I have a little cough. But uh, they talk about the you know the the beginning of Splash Mountain in that uh, the story of Imagineering show I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh man, excuse me. But uh, they say like so the reason one of the reasons they did that ride is obviously they wanted, you know, what's called a flume ride, you know, a log ride or water, water ride. And they had, a um, a, an attraction that was closing in Walt Disney world called America sings. And they had all these animatronics, these animal animatronics, uh, from, you know, they looked like they were, you know, from the bayou or from the South or whatever. And they came up to an, an, uh, an Imagineer and was like, hey, we, we need to do a flume ride. And we have, have all these animatronics that can be repurposed. How can we do this? And he said, all right, we're, we're going to do Song of the South. You know, we, we can, you know, make the, the animatronics that we need, which are, you know, Briar Rabbit, Briar Bear, Briar Fox, all the, you know, the original, you know, those casts. And then use the rest, you know, like the the possums, the birds that are singing, the alligators, all that is from America Sing. So it's crazy how they repurposed it for that ride. And if I remember correctly, was it 19, was it 88? For uh, I think it was the 80s. Um, let was me the... see. Okay, uh, yeah. So the opening day. Oh, it was 1989. Yeah. Okay. So I was off by a year, but that's, that's well after the release of song of the South. Was that like almost, or maybe over 40 years since that movie was made? Yeah. The song of the South came out in freaking nine, uh, 1946. So, um, so yeah, like 40, 43 years. Yeah. And they had no issue at that point with song of the South, but they're going to exploit it for those animals just to get this flume ride. Can they have just done anything else? All right, hold on. I mean, they had no problem using some of the characters, the cartoon characters, but they weren't about to go ahead and put, you know, some of the other characters in, um, like the live action character, you know, uh, what, what Uncle Remus. Name? Yeah. Remus. Yeah. How come nobody's, was- <laughs> nobody's done, Uncle Remus Dapper Day. That's what somebody needs to do. <laughs> All right, man. I think I think you can do it. You you have the pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's because of my uh, my dark complexion. You're gonna force me to be Uncle Remus. Well, it, what, you want me to do Uncle Remus, and then I'll come out with. No, you no. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> you can't. You can't be Uncle Remus. I know I can. 
Yeah, the only <laughs> and, person yeah. the only person who could be Uncle Remus is Robert Downey Jr. Oh, oh, that's yeah, that's true. Okay, Tropic Thunder, look into it. <laughs> but damn, all right. Anyways. And uh, you know what's kind of trippy too is 1989. That's that's so long ago and that that attraction doesn't feel that old because like even with like all the animatronic excuse me all the animatronics and everything on the inside they do like a pretty good job of keeping it updated and not really showing how old it is yeah i'm gonna call you out you were six like what around six seven months old when it came out no in 1989 i'm one year old yeah, but it came out July 14th. It came out the um, birth, the, the celebration of uh, Disneyland that year. Yeah, I'm born on the day. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Your birthday's coming up in like a few days. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's true. Sorry. Uh, I'm Garrett, out of you now. <laughs> Garrett's just outing me. My birthday is November 30th. And yeah. I guess we'll just talk about it now. I have a really big surprise. <laughs> Just, just wait. Let's just leave it at that because this is going to come out before my birthday, Garrett. So, okay, know, for sure. We've said too much. That's all right. Well, there's already something that posted about it. So, did we really say too much? But it's all good. <laughs> okay. Um. Now I, I kind of lost my train of thought. Um. I mean, yeah. How do we even get on Splash Mountain? Oh, you're talking about Song of the South and okay. everything like that. Disney Plus. Well, I guess. For now, I'll just have to watch A Song of the South with my Laserdisc version that I got from Japan until they decide to put it on Disney+. Plus. They can just edit it. You know, can't they, can't they just put on like the sing-alongs like they've done in the past? Yeah, just do the sing-alongs. Okay. But if I'm being honest, I get Disney Plus scares me because I'm getting to that thing where I log into Netflix and I'll watch The Office like a million times, which I've definitely done pretty good in the past couple of months of not watching it. But I have this weird urge to log into Disney Plus and go to my watch list and click on Brink. And I've seen it way too many times growing up. I even had Brink on my computer that I watched a million times. So I'm just like, okay, cool. I have like access to Brink anywhere because I have my phone in my pocket. And for some weird reason, I just had this crazy urge to watch it all the time. And I haven't even like scratched the service with the other content. Like obviously the first thing I watched was Xenon. And then I jumped to Alley Cat Strike, Brink, um, watched Mandalorian chapter one and two. Haven't touched three yet, but I, I feel like I need to look into other things. There's this one show that, I really want to watch, but it, uh, I, I don't want to get too sad about it, but it's the one about the Disney weddings. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen all those specials before, but, uh, oh, wow. I mean, You're so I'd cool. love to go back. Well, I was doing research, dude, for when I got married. <laughs> You're going to bring that up. Garrett didn't invite me to his sorry. wedding. <laughs> you know what? And I'm you sure the audience knows. I, I met you one time after that and we weren't hanging out. You should be blessed. When you think back to our first encounter, but Garrett didn't invite me to his wedding, so he's not invited to mine. Nope, but I'm I'm Lexi's plus one. <laughs> if she decides, it's true. <laughs> Even though you're gonna you're gonna strongly suggest someone else to come. <laughs> yeah, but it's her ultimate decision. <laughs> I can't even talk right now. It's her <laughs> decision. That's true. 
but you're going to have it better, dude. You're going to, it's going to be inside the actual part. Wow. You're just dropping all my, oh, all my sorry. information. Okay. Garrett, is there oh, anything sorry. else you want to tell the audience about me that I've been trying to keep under wraps? <laughs> Nothing that the CIA agent that's listening doesn't know. Okay. How has uh, Fallen Order been? Because Garrett recently bought Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Dude, I was just playing it before we started the podcast. It is very good. Um, okay, let me ask you a couple things. Sure. Have you gotten the double lightsaber? Dude, I've gotten that. Plus, I just got the upgraded version of that, which is really cool. The dude, upgraded version? So there's you... So after you get the double lightsaber, there's okay. another quest that you have to do, uh, which ultimately gets an upgrade on the double lightsaber where you can do a move and spoiler, you can do a move where you detach, you know, both and you use both as like, you know, wielding in both hand. Oh, in both hands. Yeah. Cool. But do you, does it always have to start from the double then breaks? Off? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. pretty, it's pretty accurate with like how like, and I don't want to say how real it is because obviously it's based off of a freaking fantasy fiction, but okay. like some of the, some of the nuances and some of the way the, some of the things that work, you know, that you would think would be, you know, scientific, like, Hey, you know, in a video game, you can just break it off, you know, just all of a sudden, like break it off and, and it already has two lightsabers, but you have to like start off with both, you know, um, and then you have to actually, your character fully twists it and opens and breaks them apart and then puts them in their hands. Like it's crazy. And I think it's, that just happens because of obviously the, the um you know the the better graphics and the more like detail video games get the more real things have to be like it's not like you know freaking polygon you know a laura croft style where like all of a sudden you just pull a gun out of nowhere <laughs> oh okay wow i, I guess our minds are in two different places because uh, oh well you're talking about <laughs> you're trying to talk about her something else yeah her her pointy um breasts yeah, her Lady Gaga's. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy because that's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking, oh, Tomb Raider. And then you bring up Tomb Raider. I'm like, okay, cool. We're like going down the same path. And then it just split. You go guns and then I went breasts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but no, it's a, it's a fun game, man. It's really, it's I've been enjoying it. So I, I watched some like super whack guy play it on YouTube and like Lemus put it on. He's like, Oh, like let's watch this. And I was down to watch it. Cause I wanted to check out the gameplay and this guy, I don't even remember who he is, but he just like sucked really bad at the game. But I was curious about the, the combat. Is it like Arkham, how you just mash and you don't really get like for me, like I, I play like Arkham and it's like, you know, mashing X and throwing in Y and B a couple times. And it's not really that satisfying. It's cool visually, but uh, when you break down the actual inputs, it's just super lame. Is Star Wars like that? Or is it like a little more like in depth? Um, well, I mean, you definitely have to like do put in some thought into like your combos. Like you don't have many, like you can do like, it's mainly just pressing for me since I have a PlayStation, it's pressing square a lot. Um, to do your main like throws and stuff but then there's also stuff that you can mix in with like square and triangle or circle and triangle or you can move it you can use some of your force powers with it so like you have to kind of um kind of you can kind of you know it depends on how you want to fight really but uh if you want to get crazy with it you, sh you should do come some of those combos and then um also you have to you know if you, if you don't want to die 
um, quickly, you have to parry, you know, certain moves, you know, um, an enemy will come up and try to hit you. And if he hits you, you know, you're, you're effed, but if you parry, you can parry and then go into an attack. And then there's moves where you, which you can't parry, like, and it has like a little red outline on the enemy. So you, you have to dodge those. You can't just parry, you have to move out of the way. So it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, I don't know if I don't know if I'd say it's exactly like Arkham. I've it's to me it plays a lot. It plays like a lot of different video games mixed into one. Like I get a lot of Assassin's Creed with some of the free roam and like kind of you know parkour stuff you can do, which was put into so many video games after Assassin's Creed came out. It was like kind of like you know being a predecessor uh, wow. to the Prince of Persia. What? Okay, I you're gonna say after Assassin's Creed, I was getting offended, but you just mentioned Prince of Persia. Yeah, that, no. You know, originally that is uh, the first Assassin's Creed. It was supposed to be a Prince of Persia game. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know. I I love okay. I love Assassin's Creed. So uh, at uh, least the I like some of them. I think my favorite one that I've played. Um, my last favorite one was three. I thought three was amazing. Okay, so shout out, uh, Jade Raymond. Oh, got it. I told totally yeah. him her name. Jade Raymond. Got, my, my nose is all stuffy right now. That's all good. Um, so, so with the free, quote unquote, free roam of that, but then you also have, you know, your attack moves and things like that. Um, I don't know. And then you have your your the way that you add abilities and things like that. You know, it's that's uh, it's like I don't know what they call it, but I, I'd like to call it like a like a family tree of abilities, you know, you have, <laughs> they call it a skill tree, carrot. <laughs> a skill tree, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, these okay. terms hundred percent. Um, uh, I, I, so the skill tree is pretty cool. Obviously you're, you don't play too many RPGs. Not, too, I mean, that's usually all I play cause they, they usually have the major stories, but it's like, it has to be something that I'm really interested. Like the last one I played before this was God of War four. So that gives you a pretty good idea of the, time between rpgs that i play god of war is not an rpg what is it then it's, it's like very an, similar it's like an action game <laughs> so is fallen order yeah but it has sick rpg elements sort of kind of the yeah wow. the puzzling the puzzle puzzles are really cool though like through the dungeons and tombs and everything very zelda-esque so have you beaten the game yet no, but I think I'm at least three fourths of the way of beating it. And as far as the story, the storyline and this Star Wars story, is it canon? Oh, yeah, it's all canon, dude. It's really good, too. It happens um, while the Empire is still in power. Um, you know, Order 66 already happened. A few, it's been a few years. I think it's leading up basically right up to, to the events of Rogue One, which leads right into A New Hope. So right around there. And I don't know if I saw if it was like a real screenshot or not, but uh, Forrest Whitaker's character. Yeah, Saw Guerrero. He's in it. And it's actually Forrest Whitaker's voice. It's pretty interesting. Okay, that that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the main character is cool, though, Cal. Um, he's played by this really kind of up and coming actor who's been in a lot of different stuff. He's been in Shameless, which is really good. Um, a really great show. If you haven't watched it, it's on Showtime, I think. Um, and then he was also in the Gotham series, which I really love. He played the character that inevitably turns into the Joker and he plays a really, really good young Joker. 
Okay. That's pretty awesome. Do you think there's any chances of running into like Jen or so or any of those characters? I don't know if it's going to go that way. Maybe that probably not Jen or so. Cause if you remember Jen or so is pretty much, you know, not really doing anything for the rebellion up until that movie. But I think it'd be cool if we saw, uh, Cassie and Andor, uh, Diego Luna's character from that. They, there are K2 droids throughout the whole game, which okay. is, you know, the K2SO Alan yeah. Tudyk's. Yeah. Um, and then obviously saw Guerrera. Um, and then there's new characters too, which are really cool. And, new Jedi characters, which is really cool. They do like kind of like, um, flashbacks to when Cal is still a pad one learner before the events of order 66. It's really cool. It's a really great story. Um, it's probably the best video star Wars video game that's come out since obviously Disney, um, you know, um, took, uh, bought, bought the rights to Lucasfilm. Which was kind of a sad day. Cause when they put the ax to, uh, star Wars, was it 13, 13, Dude, so first we first we weren't gonna get the thirteen thirteen game, but then they said, "Oh, it's okay. We're gonna get the um, some other game, which was supposed to be a uh, what was it? What's the studio called? Um, it's I'm blanking. But so there was supposed to be thirteen thirteen game, and then there was supposed to be another game that I think it was the same people who made Uncharted, maybe, unless that was thirteen thirteen. Um, and then they put the kibosh on that too. And then it's like, crap, when are we going to get like a freaking good story driven game? And then they're like, Oh, battlefront two has a story mode, which it was cool. It was whatever, but you know, obviously that's not the focal point of the game. The focal point is the, you know, the go out, go online, battle a bunch of people in a star Wars, you know, basically, basically call of duty with star Wars, um, uh, theming. I don't know if I'd go that far or not call of duty. What's the other, um, first person army shooter game that EA makes. Is it call of duty or is it, uh, you're, are you thinking battlefield? Yeah. Battlefield. So it's literally battlefield, but just with a mask of star Wars skins. Yeah, I feel like the last great star Wars game I played was the old Republic. Uh, the older, did you actually play it? Like the, the online old Republic? Yeah, I was Dude. in the, the beta and then the game came out. I, I got a free copy from Best Buy and I hit like, was it like max level at the time it was like 30. This is like early on before the first expansion came out. This is before they even went to free to play. So this is like ages ago. Dang that. I mean, that was EA two still though. Right. It was like yeah. EA, Bioware EA. So, so it's interesting that. EA does that, but then they can't make a good game after that until this, um, after like bitching and moaning of like, let's get a good story based game. I think my, my, the bet, the last good star Wars game I played since then, I mean, battlefront was cool for what it was, but it just wasn't my part of, you know, my game, you know, I like story driven games. So, uh, probably the best for me was, um, was a uh, uh oh my god why can't i think of the name um oh force unleashed and force unleashed too i know uh you know it's weird as i never played those games I, I just like watch a friend beat both of them dude those those are fun games you should you should go back and <coughs> see if you can play those games I, i'm sure they have them for the computer or pc yeah, I, I gotta go check it out because I, I was always interested in the character uh, Star Killer. Dude, yeah, he's he's great, and that's 
um, his character was an actual actor. So like, I love when they do that, like they'll get an actual actor and then they'll, you know, motion capture or like get, you know, mold their face in, into the, the game like they did with Cal. Um, so that character, his name's, um, what is it? Is it Sam Whitaker? I think, um, no, not Sam Whitaker. Anyways, he, he continued on, um, to do star Wars stuff. He was in the clone Wars series. He played, he did the voice of um, Darth Maul in the Clone Wars series, and he's been in a lot of like he's he's just continuously done Star Wars stuff. So it's pretty awesome. Was that game canon? Uh, it was. Um, and then it turned into legend once they got. Um, excuse me, once they got uh, once Lucasfilm got taken by um, Disney, I'm pretty sure it's it's called legend now. And what does that mean? Uh, so it's, it's not technically canon, but it's like, a, it's, it's what they say, like, oh, people tell these stories in the universe of Star Wars, much like we tell, you know, stories of, um, fairy tales or, uh, you know, st- stuff that's a little bit fiction, but based off of truth. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Well, they, <laughs> did they take his name and use it if like a ship or something? Or am I thinking something else? Uh, so his, uh, so they used the code name Starkiller. So Starkiller Base was the base that uh, the First Order had with the giant um, gun on it, that the weapon on it that uh, destroyed the Republic, um, the New Republic. Um, but that was his code name. The actual character's name in uh, Force Unleashed was Galen Merrick. Galen Merrick. Okay. Yeah. Because they definitely didn't call him Galen Merrick when they put him in Soul Calibur. Uh, no, they called him Starkiller, his code, his code name. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, Star Wars is pretty cool. I definitely have enjoyed it these past couple of years. And yeah. I'm really excited to see how this whole thing, you know, rounds out. Dude, we have our tickets. I hope you're ready. Yeah, I'll, I'll be ready. It should be fine. Dude, I'm I'm ready. I have I have two showings. Lexi and I are seeing it Thursday night, and then the Sunday after we're all seeing it with the boys. Yeah, normally uh, by now I've like looked up like the the script and just read through it, but I haven't done that yet. Maybe I'll do that like this weekend or something. Yeah, I'm sure they probably have the script up by now, or at least maybe in the next few days. Oh yeah, like there'll be like tons of spoilers which yeah which sometimes i'm like a fiend for like spoilers like they don't really bother me mm-hmm. i i usually am pretty like big on the spoilers and follow a lot of like podcasts as well as um websites uh more specifically uh making star wars.net and their podcast uh now this is podcasting i used to listen to that all the time but i don't know for this movie i'm kind of just more like oh oh I'll see what happens when I'm actually in the theater. Why? I don't know. Just because it's the last, you know, it's the last movie of this new trilogy. So just felt like a change. Is it supposed to be like the last movie for this whole saga? Supposedly. Yeah. I mean, that's what they say. And then another 30 years will go by and they're like, all right, time to do something else with this, this whole, you know, storyline. Yeah. Like, so like what's the benefit of ending this saga? Uh, for the future, bringing back Ray and Poe and 
um, Finn when they're older <laughs> for another conflict between good and evil to happen so they can reprise their roles just like they did with Carrie Fisher and uh, Mark Hamill and um, Harrison Ford. <laughs> it's the long game, Jamie. Yeah, but that's if everything works out. I, I feel like what they did with these newer films, I don't know if they could recreate because all the other actors and actresses have to, you know, kind of stay in line. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the chances of are like that happens, you know? Well, I mean, you know, people, you know, uh, people were wondering when Lando Calrissian was going to come back and look at, he's going to be in the new film. So, I mean, it'll happen. I'm, I'm, I'm baking on it that it'll happen. So you think that they're going to put an end to this and then in 30 years, they're going to be like, all right, guys, it's time. Let's jump back. Yep. Not jump. We will jump back into it. You know, the, 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 you know, in the universe of star Wars, it's been 30 years. So, you know, we can get the same actors to reprise their roles. Basically. Every history repeats itself, man. I'm telling you, dude, history doesn't really repeat. It just echoes. That's the same thing I said, just in a different way. (laughs) No, it's not. Yeah. (laughs) you're crazy yeah but anyways but yeah back to the original jedi fallen order if you don't have it get it it's a fun game wow did did they pay you to say that are you a shill what's up i got one two three four five six seven eight o's in my bank account I, I I hope you know that's not how it goes. He doesn't say oh. O's. He says M's. He oh, M's. See, this is what this is what happens when we get these post Malone fans <laughs> who think they listen to Twenty One Savage just because they saw him on tour with Post. Bro, I didn't even get to see Twenty One Savage. It was it was Tyler Yahweh and Sway Lee. And I'm glad. <laughs> Leave my culture alone, Garrett. Dude, whatever. I got, I got, a, I got a pinky toe dipped in. Yeah, into that get it out. Take it back to your <laughs> your other type of music. What the music that you also listen to? Still, no, I'm not talking about hardcore. I'm talking about just other stuff. Just leave, leave okay. rap alone. You guys have post Malone. You guys took Check West. Isn't that enough? My, whoa, whoa, whoa! My name's not Sad Brad or Chad. I'm not one of those fools. But when i look at you and rap music you kind of fall under that category i'm not wearing freaking khaki shorts and boat shoes dude, dude i'm pretty polo. sure you wore khaki shorts the other day we hung out all right here's the thing they're <laughs> cut off khaki shorts that i make myself they're not like straight up khaki shorts oh, that i wear with a with a polo tucked in and a belt dude. and listen and then and then bumping Sheck west <laughs> Dude, Sheck West fell off so hard. Yeah. It's a bummer, too, because that uh, Mud Boy was a great album. Dude, Mud Boy. I was so mad that the weird college crowd, the frat boys and frat girls, took Sheck West. When I was at Coachella, Nate, he knew that I liked Sheck West, and he asked me why we weren't going to see him live. And I just told him, don't worry about it. We're not going to watch them. <laughs> we're doing other stuff. We're going to forget about Check West and we're just going to do something cooler. Something that actually deserves our time. Dude, 
there you go. Shout outs to Nate though. Nate's the homie. Yeah. Shout out Nate. Uh, I, I know we're going to do a, an MMA podcast before the end of the year when we're going to get Alex Herrera back on. So look forward to that. I, I think we're going to do it right before the, the end of the year card for the UFC. Dang. You heard it here first. Yeah. Just breaking news. And I, I feel like that's been like a, a little more common people breaking news on the podcast, which I never asked people to do. They just do it. And I definitely appreciate it. It's cool. It spices up the podcast. Um, but it's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty crazy. I, I never thought things like that would happen on this podcast. Hell yeah, dude. Like, like the Warren, the Warren tour. Yeah. Um, and full disclosure, uh, this is being recorded after the time and pressure podcast. So by the time you listen to this, you should have already listened to time and pressure and you'll have heard some breaking news on that episode as well. So I hope you enjoyed oh, that. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It's a really fun podcast, by the way. I thought I was just going to be talking to James, their uh, guitar player. God, I can't even talk right now. But uh, he told me last minute that the singer Drew was going to join us. And I was like, hell yeah, like, let's do it. And it just turned out to be like a really fun conversation. Just two awesome guys doing it out there for St. Louis. Dude, that's awesome. Are they going to be um, playing LDB? Uh, I don't know. I, I think they did the pre-show like last year or a couple years ago. I can't remember. All right. Is there, I mean, I would imagine since they have LDB, St. Louis has a big scene out there, but I just can't think no. of any other. Any, no, no. no. <laughs> what? We talk about it. There's, there's not a big okay. scene out there. There definitely is a scene, but it's not big. So shout out to everybody who participates in St. Louis hardcore. It's there. So go out and support whoever's putting on shows out there or shout out to you guys. If you make the drive to the, the bigger cities like uh, Louisville, Chicago, because it's definitely a, a mission from where they're at. For sure. That's crazy to me. But yeah, they put on one of the biggest hardcore fests of the world and that their local scene isn't that big. <laughs> oh, well, um, no, it, it's like a five hour difference from LDB to St. Louis. Oh, shoot. Where's LDB? What am I thinking? I don't know what you're thinking. Oh, okay. Sorry. Louisville, St. Louis. Has Louis in the name. Sorry. I got mixed up there. Okay. All right. I got got a little... My bad. Okay. It it happens. My geography isn't the best. Yeah. Dude. But speaking of hardcore fests, are you ready? For what? What, For FYA, dude. We're going. Oh, dude, FYA is going to be so fucking sick. I'm so excited to see choice to make like that's one set that I'm just going to lose my shit for. And there's also like a ton of other good bands. We got some after shows we're going to hit up. There's going to be like a lot of cool friends there. So I'm definitely really excited. Dude, I'm stoked. I was just thinking about it, like even on this podcast, because we were talking about like, you know, going to Florida and I've never been to Florida not to go to Walt Disney world. So it's going to be weird that we're going to fly into Orlando, but then we're like a skirt, go to Tampa. Dude, we could just go to Disney world. I mean, we could, but then like everyone else who's going with us is going to be like, Oh, what what do we do? They can come too. What are we going to do? We're going to ride space mountain. (laughs) Yeah. We're we're all going to pay for a ticket to get in. It's not that expensive. How much was a one day one day ticket for the Magic Kingdom? 
you, we could do midday magic and pay like a hundred dollars. Okay, that's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. Think about Disney Land, like it's a hundred and fifty just for Disneyland. Yeah, for one day. Yeah, which is crazy. So midday magic is like half the day. No. Well, oh. technically, I, I don't know. You, you got to do the breakdown by the the operating hours, but midday magic you can enter the park after noon. So oh, okay. Twelve oh one, and you think about so, sometimes the parks open till like one a.m. Yeah, it's, it's a fair price. That is definitely a fair price. That's definitely a bang for your buck for sure. Okay, can we just talk about the bands playing at FYA? I, I have the flyer pulled up. Dude, yeah. Okay. First day, there's this band called Burning Strong. I was able to catch them in Tampa at the point of rec, or point of rec, excuse me, the point of contact record release, and I thought they were super awesome. They opened the show and they fucking killed it, and I'm really excited to see that band again. Dude, yeah, I know you've been talking about them, and I'm pretty stoked to to see them live. I still need to definitely listen to them more, um, but I'm pretty excited about seeing them. Dude, Drain is on day one. Dude, always stoked for for the boys up up in the Bay Area. Yeah, Drain shout, is. Shout out Gulch. Gulch is on the first day as well. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be epic. Like, dude, everything. Uh, point of contact. Stoked. Uh, never forgot. ending game. Stoked. I forgot about point of contact. <laughs> dude, it's gonna be. How could you forget about point of it's contact? It's gonna be so sick because when they play their record release and they played. Um, commitment front to back it was ridiculous. Yeah, I I can't wait to 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 be able to listen to them with with the approval from them already on your podcast. <laughs> also, shout out Payback. I can't wait to see them. That band's so sick. Yeah, they're gonna be tight. See to pain. I get to see Queensway for the first time. I'm going off. Um, yeah, that out. new record is really good, dude. Yeah out for justice the whole reason i am going to the fest <laughs> which is so strange to me why is it so strange they're so good like they're they're, they're, they're good definitely a, a good band but if we were to pluck out for justice off of the fest it's still a, a super good lineup and i don't know what's happening to my voice right now that's all good but like you have to think <coughs> i could pluck them from the fest i've seen majority of the bands already now you okay but yes, I have. I've seen, okay. I've Mad seen Madball, Ball, seen Magnitude, okay. um, seen Drain, seen Firewalker, seen Gulch. Uh, wait, have I seen Gulch? Maybe not. Okay, not live. Never okay. any guy I've saw. Uh, I mean, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is sure. that like three yeah. bands into the first day? You <laughs> yeah. still have True Form, The Fight, Seat of Pain, <laughs> Queensway, yeah. Point of Contact, Payback, MH Chaos, Gulch. Yeah. Construct, or using construct, burning strong, yeah. be all end all, day of suffering, and killing time. Holy shit, what are you talking about, dude? What's up with the fight? Are the fight, good? fuck yeah, Long Island hardcore. Right. They're so fucking awesome. Haven't you seen my shirt that I have of theirs? It's like, I don't think so. You haven't seen it with like Donald Trump in the middle. <laughs> no, I dude, don't I, I, yeah, they, they, they have this crazy shirt. Like, I, I got it for them like a long time ago. It has like Donald Trump like centerpiece and then like around Donald Trump there's like uh KKK members and like people like protesting and then just like very small like in the corner it says fuck the alt-right and <laughs> and it's so crazy because like if you don't see fuck the alt-right you'll think that I'm some sort of fucking Donald Trump supporter just because of like the imagery it's pretty insane right have you never seen me wear that shirt 
I don't think I've ever seen you wear that shirt. Man. Okay. I, I got to dig it up and I'll um, show you. Dude, but, wear it to Disneyland. I, I definitely have before. They'll did welcome you get me. Any, with, did you get any stops? Like, what is your shirt? No, they'll welcome me with open arms there. They'll want to hug me and shit. <laughs> That's true. They're like, oh man, he was, he was almost our, our president for a second, but he's our president now. He's in the hall of presidency. You can even believe it. Yeah. Okay. So even now <laughs> I, I can't get over the fact that, um you said you've seen a lot of these bands so now i want to run down to the day two okay day two so seen disembodied um pretty sure i've seen uh three knee deep did they play uh sound of fury they did yeah but were you there jesus place didn't play jesus piece didn't play but did you see three knee deep yeah, I saw, I saw, I caught their set for a second and then I probably went, <laughs> went to the smaller stage to go see a better band. <laughs> wow. Okay. Dang. You're going to slander three knee deep and we're going to their state and their scene. Dude, I'm going to get, I'm going to get moshed on so hard. I hope the drummer punches you. Dude, it, it'll be all right. It happens. Um, okay. Choice to make you definitely it, haven't seen. Yeah. I haven't seen choice to make seen in vision. Okay. So there's haven't two. Seen, haven't but, seen fuming mouth. Okay. I've seen Inclination. I've seen Judiciary. I've seen Life's Question. Haven't seen Method of Doubt. Uh, seen Mind Force. Um, don't think I've seen Morning. No. No option. You've never seen No Option. Okay. No Option. Haven't seen Nosebleed. Haven't seen. Seen One Step Closer. Seen. You, you didn't see order. Nosebleed at Sound and Fury. Uh, when when did they play? Oh, okay. If you have to ask, then you didn't see them. Probably not. No, there was probably another band playing at the time. Um, uh, seen one step closer. Seen restraining order. Uh, haven't seen Simulacra. I don't think. And then seen Wild Side. You're at the Wild Side show. Yeah, dude. I went to the after show. This when they played that Sunday. Remember, we were, we were oh, there. You, you were there. I'm pretty sure you rode with me. I don't remember. <laughs> Did I? Dude, it was so cold inside the consolation room. Like everyone was getting hypothermia. I swear. I don't remember riding with you. Whatever, dude. I'm sure you did, but you're just not remembering. Okay. So I feel like you've seen more bands on the second day than the first day. Definitely have. But, all right. Well, that one band, I'm happy they're um, good enough to interest you to fly out to this fest. <laughs> dude, I love <laughs> I love that we got to see Jay and he was like, oh shit, what? For real? <laughs> out for justice? I was like, dude, yes. Did did you watch uh, Steven's video from their set at the the LA show? Dude, I yeah, I got to relive that amazing set. It was great. Dude, there's a you can see the second where somebody hits your head and your hat goes flying, and I was dying for like thirty seconds. I was like, holy shit, there goes Gare's hat. I'm pretty sure that's when Brian hit me in the nose, and holy my nose shit. is still a little messed up. It's so funny. Yeah. That's that was so funny. That was almost as funny as that girl getting knocked out during uh, Vamakara. Oh my god, <laughs> that shit was so yeah. crazy. Yeah, it definitely was a. I mean, fun show, but they're never going to have a hardcore show at that quote unquote art venue ever again. Good. I'm glad that place was horrible. <laughs> it was so hot. 
Yeah. Like granted the people who were hosting the show, everybody was really nice. Um, I was happy that they were, you know, letting everybody know where they can go to try to cool off. They were selling water at a reasonable price uh, and they treated everybody fair. The reason why I hated the venue so much was because it was so hot. So hot. And it was freaking sardine packed. Like such, such a big show should have been a bigger venue. Yeah, well, they definitely tried. I'm not sure why the show moved like three different times. Yeah. Um, but and then to your and then I'm obviously you remember the the someone friggin' uh accidentally uh engaging the fire extinguisher that was like on the wall because they were like standing right next to it and then like put pressure on it. Which makes no sense to me. It's like, how do you not know like your surroundings? Like you're literally standing next to a fire extinguisher. How do you accidentally set it off? Yeah. And those things have safety pins too. So not sure how that happened. I don't know either. It was really weird. And I didn't realize that it left like powder when you use one of those things. Yep. Yeah. It's like a a powder of some kind, like a non-retardant flame powder. Just when they do testing though, it's just water. Like when, like say like you have to do your like fire Academy training, they use just water in those things because, because that fire retardant like powder is pretty bad for you if you get it in your lungs and shit. So really? Yeah. That's why like, I was like, huh, good thing. We're kind of more back here, but I'm sure we still got a little bits of molecules of that shit. We're infected. We have to sue the monk space now dude get good luck they they have to patch up their dry roll wall first <laughs> which is never a good thing if, if you have like such thin walls and there's people literally swinging their limbs as hard as they can something's gonna happen oh yeah 100 percent. like so. yeah you, you can't have if you're having a hardcore show or even just like a, a rock or metal show, a punk show, you got to have a good wall. You can't have just a bad drywall. Yeah. So like it sucks that somebody like put such a big hole in the wall. Um, Cause I know that I'm pretty sure the people hosting it had to repair that, but I'm happy that they're still able to have the show at all, but I would be, happy to never go back to the monk space again just because it was just a really really hot and small room and i just didn't enjoy it you know what i'm somewhat surprised didn't happen what someone jumping off the balcony into the crowd <laughs> well nobody wants to land on the tile so yeah but i think for vamakara there was enough people you could have just been like here geronimo and then people were like oh shit. but no I, uh, I think it was okay. it was too far and, and there's probably not enough run up to get enough speed to jump far from the balcony. Yeah. Like maybe if the merch table wasn't there and like there was people where the merch was, that would be possible. But I don't think they could have cleared all the way to where the crowd was. Yeah. Plus it's too high. So, yeah. So um, I kind of wanted to take it back and ask you and obviously we have to talk to like some of our friends a bit about it that are going, but so what what shows as far as after shows are we going to because there's multiple day night one right no i think there's only the ones for night two. Oh, there's two for night two 
Yeah, and, and they're happening at the same place, so I don't think we have to make a choice. Oh, okay. Shit, I'm literally dropping everything. It so was, for, di- for day one after show, it's Firewalker, Result of Choice, Jackal, Upsara, and Mobile Terror Unit. Um, which I'd be down to go go to for sure. I want to see Upsara, and then anytime to see Firewalker and Result of Choice is cool. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm sure we're probably going to go to that one. Yeah. Day, night one. Yeah. There's like no reason not to. Yeah. But then night two. So that's happening at the same place, but at different times. You Is it? Yeah, there's only the one only, show. Oh, there's only one. Okay. So it's the Invoke, MH, Chaos, Shackled, Adrenaline, and Moment of Truth. Yes. Shackled. Okay, cool. I'm gonna dude, lose my Shack- shit. Adrenaline, dude. What are you talking about? Dude, did you not watch Shackled set from This Is Hardcore? I did. It looked crazy. Dude, Shackled's fucking that band. They're so sick. And obviously, Adrenaline's gonna be sick too. I'm dying to see that band. Yeah. Shout out to Jack. Great guy. There you um, go. But yeah, it should be a fun fest. Like I obviously it's gonna be long and, and exhausting, but it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be worth it. Plus, we're staying, what, that's Sunday night, and we're leaving Monday in the afternoon, evening, so we'll be all right. Sure. We we have to book our tickets this week, right? Yep. Scheduled to book them Wednesday, so. Wednesday. Yeah. And are we going to have some sort of, like, meetup, or are we just going to just talk about it through the group chat? We de- we can either meet up or I would rather not do it via texting. Maybe we do like a conference call of some kind okay. so that we all know like, okay, we're going to get these seats at this time for this airlight way. Okay. And yeah. And you said you needed to have a carry on. Uh, I, I mean, I could potentially <laughs> just do you know, my personal bag, but I usually like to have one, you know, the carry on plus the personal item. I don't know how anyone else is. I know you can go with just one backpack. Um, I guess we'll have to talk to the rest of the, the group about it. Yeah, I'm fine with um, not having a carry on because yeah, I, I plan on traveling light and I don't yeah. plan on coming back with like a mountain of merch. Right. I mean, I don't plan on it. Uh, I mean, I'm, I guess I plan on getting some stuff, a few hats, some shirts, but nothing crazy. Well, I guess we'll just have to figure that out on Wednesday. Yep. Good old Wednesday. Well, Dude. we didn't really do too much of a retrospect this podcast. I guess not. <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. We never plan these things anyways. They just kind of just, you know, go where the conversation takes us, which is totally fine. Yeah. But 99 episodes of the J. Kay podcast. Dude, it's been a wild ride. I'm glad I was able to be a part of it and uh, and listen in and, and listen to the conversations. Yeah. So this is definitely really awesome to have been able to get this far. And I'm really excited to put this episode out. But Garrett, I'm sure you won't be too offended, but I'm really excited for what's coming next. And I yeah. can't wait to share it with all of you guys. It's going to be awesome. I just want to thank everybody who's ever come on the podcast. 
in the past from episode 18. Wait, were you episode 18, Garrett? Is that is uh, my memory that good that I'm remembering this? I think so. 18. Yeah. First, first official guest on the podcast. Are you just saying that? Cause I just made that number up. <laughs> I don't know. No, actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking back at it right now. Garrett, you first came on at episode 18 and then I did two more solo and then Antonio came on at 21 and that just changed this whole thing forever. Dude, you see your, your podcast has these big giant things where, you know, 18 it becomes a man or uh, an adult (laughs) sorry man you're assuming my podcast (laughs) gender i don't appreciate that at all sorry becomes an adult by legal standards in the u.s so it's you know the podcast says okay i'm gonna go out my comfort zone being an adult get get my first uh get my first guest on and then at 21 where it's like okay a little bit more availability of you know legal rights at least as far as the u.s goes so i'm gonna have uh, another guest on so there you go okay well yeah so from 18 to now so many guests even the early ones a lot of people wonder where's episode one because if you go to the very beginning of my feed there's only episode two episode one lives on soundcloud and i don't think i've ever said that before out of all these episodes. So if you guys are ever curious, which I hope you're not, and you want to hear it, it's on SoundCloud somewhere. You got to look it up. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's awesome. This has definitely been fun. I, I love doing the podcast. It doesn't feel like work ever. It's always just fun being able to pick people's brain and just talk about the shit that we have in common. It's, it's always fun. And I definitely appreciate people taking the time to do this with me, you know, week after week, even accepting my invitations, like, you know, months out in advance, that shit just like, like means the world to me. So the fact that people out there are willing to come on and show support and take this thing serious, it, it, it's super awesome. Hell yeah. But all right. Thank you again, Garrett. Is there anything you want to say before we sign off? Um, just want to say thanks again, Jamie, for always having me on. If, if, uh, you know, it's always a pleasure. Um, love taking the time out to do it. Um, shout out to you. Shout out to podcast. Shout out to Lexi. Love you. And, uh, shout out to, yeah, any other guests you've ever had on in the past. And as of course the listeners as well. Okay. Real quick. I'm going to put you on the spot. Who's your favorite guest? Ooh, Ooh, that's a good one my favorite guest um it either has to be uh jay from mind force was a really great one always like that one um or i'm gonna throw a curveball at you it's gonna be josh from um life's question oh okay yeah interesting all right i like that one because he had a lot he's been around for a while like you know being in um being in uh what was it a, was it face down records band or was it yeah a face down records band back in the day 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 it's just so interesting and and then where he's at now with like sick ass life's question so very cool podcast all right well thank you for that it's only been fun and shout out to all my guests again love all you guys it's definitely been an honor to have all of you on the podcast and looking forward to continuing this and getting more people back on in the future as well as bringing some people back i have some cool ideas in mind but thank you guys again for listening we'll be back 
again very soon sooner than you think trust me but this has been another episode of the dreamer k podcast always on top <laughs>